This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Maddie and Amy podcast. There is something, Maddie, that um, I can't do, which I probably should be able to do, only because my parents spent so much money in order for me to do this, and I spent hours a week doing it, and it's, um, I can't swim. I can't swim either. My parents also uh, gave me singing lessons. The best I can do is float and doggy paddle. Um, you said singing just then. Do you mean swimming? Did I say singing? <laughs> I also got singing lessons as well. Um, I hope that I can sing. You can, don't you worry. Oh, thank you. But like, because I'm house-sitting right now and the house has this pool, so I swim there all the time, mm-hmm. I just realised, like, I don't... Like, I couldn't save myself. I can float and can, like, paddle around a little bit, but if you're like, Amy, now go do, like, 300 metres of freestyle, I'd be like, well, I don't know how to do that. But I saw the video of you diving into the pool on your Instagram. Uh, no, that's not... I can't dive either. That was me, like, jumping in, and then I got my sister to take it at the right moment where it looked like I had dived oh. in. This is what happens when you have social media. <laughs> um, but Maddie, is there something that you can't do? Yeah, be straight. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's Maddie and Amy driving you home on Joy. Amy, everyone's talking about the ten-year challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like all over social media, and basically all you have to do is upload like a photo or a video or a status, maybe from social media that you did in two thousand and nine, and then compare it to what you're like now. So this is really triggering for me because I went back through my Facebook profile and found a lot of um, a lot of bad photos. Firstly, but mm-hmm. I found some pretty bad facebook statuses which the other thing is maddie you were like facebook famous back in the day too yeah um i wasn't facebook famous um in 2009 i was in year nine and i have no likes on any of these statuses that i'm about to read so this is the 10 year challenge comparing statuses from now which um, to be honest i think i'm pretty funny now you're funnier now i'm funnier now but going back to 2009 let me just read you some of the terrible statuses that i used to write so firstly i always used to write in third person for some reason. I think it's because Facebook asked you... Um, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Yeah. So or what's on your mind? Yeah. No, they say that now. I think it was how you're feeling. But anyway, my first status um, is the 4th of December, 2009. Ooh. It says, Maddie is so like... Well, she's just so like in a weird mood right now and stupid MySpace is not working, gosh. Oh, my God. What a throwback <laughs> to MySpace. Do you remember Ooh. MySpace? I never had it. I think I was too young for it. Okay, next one is... Um, Maddie on the 30th of November 2009 says, is feeling great after church today. Oh. Whoops. Did <laughs> you say whoops at the end? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, and the last one is 2nd of Jan 2009. Maddie is feeling annoyed at herself for reading the Twilight series spoilers. Like, why? <laughs> See, this is like the <laughs> ultimate 2009 throwback reading about Edward Cullen and Bella Swan. And MySpace. Exactly. <laughs> Amy, I have done some pretty eloquent things for love. That's a big word. Eloquent? Yeah. Yeah, eloquent speaking, eloquent words. I ducked you as well if you didn't know. In case. You <laughs> In forgot. case you forgot. <laughs> so I've done a lot of things for love and I was actually cleaning out uh, my computer on the weekend mm-hmm. and I was going through deleting stuff just to clear some space out on my computer and I came across a PowerPoint presentation. It was titled 
all the reasons. Oh, my God. What have you done? So I clicked onto it and I kid you not, there was 54 slides with all these different transitions. I put so much effort into it oh. and it was all the reasons that you should date me. And so wow. I, I made this PowerPoint for my girlfriend to like win her over to ask her to be my girlfriend. Is this your current girlfriend you gave it to? Yes. Oh, so it worked really well. It, yeah, we're still together three years later. I'm so surprised because if someone did that to me, I'd be running. I'd be like, so sorry, I'm just not going to do that. But I put so much effort into it. It was really sweet. I played Beethoven music in the oh. back. Background. Whoa. It was full on. And like what were on the slides? Was it like qualities of you or? Yeah. So I was like the, the PowerPoint was titled All the Reasons You Should Date Me. And number one was I'm pretty sure I'm the full package. So I don't really need anything else. But then I've listed off heaps of other things. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. So I said all the reasons you, you should date me. But then I did another one. Like I think you're really pretty and I think you're a really great person. And like these are all in different slides with like cute little pictures that oh. flipped around and did like cool transitions. See, isn't that so beautiful? And now you're together and have been together for years. It worked. I know it worked. I'm tw- I did it when I was 20 years old and you're never too old to make a PowerPoint presentation. No, not someone over. <laughs> Maddie, I have some really romantic, beautiful news for you. I do love love. So we, I love a love story. Exactly. Um, you could say this certain thing did find love in a hopeless place. About Romeo the Frog. Oh, a frog. What do you mean? <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, that's why you said hopeless. Okay, yeah, get it. it. Yeah, uh-huh, funny. So this beautiful little frog. Um, it was found ten years ago, but on its own. And you know, scientists that did find it were like, "Oh, there's none left of its kind." Like, I think this is it for Romeo. Oh, so he's extinct. Yeah, basically, they thought he was the only one of his kind. So it was oh. a bit sad for Romeo. But uh, don't stress, because guess what they found a couple of days ago. A, a partner. Another frog. The and same breed. The same, like, breed and species of, like, frog. And it's a girl. So now the scientists are trying to match them up and get them to breed again. Oh. <laughs> I love how excited you get for any kind of animal news. I just love it. It's so sweet. It's so riveting. I love frogs. It also gives me some hope. <laughs> it also gives me hope that um, if Romeo can find love, so can I. Oh. I hope you find love, Amy, because those dad jokes were awful. It's that part of the show where producer Lisa gets to give a bit of love advice. She's a self-proclaimed love expert. Um, And this week on the show, we thought we'd give her... What are we going to give her? She doesn't know, (laughs) but let's play the song and get to it. Love it. Um, anyway, so this week I had um, kind of a heartfelt question. Comes like a little bit deeper because I have some silly ones sometimes. And it's from Ashley from Paran. Uh-huh. And Ashley from Paran wants to know, what do you do when you break up with a significant other but that person still has your heart? Oh, no. This happens far too often it's as well. It's such a tough one because it's like, well, what was the circumstances in which you broke up? You know, I feel like I need like a case by case sometimes with these questions yeah. because I don't want to be like too harsh. So my thing is take time for yourself. Cute. Take time for yourself because the immediate reaction is to get under someone else. You yeah. know, to get over one person, you've got to get under another person. Is that true though? I feel like that works. Does it not? It depends. Like I said, case by case scenario. Mm. Like, you know, context. I need, you know, what happened? Are you hurt? Are they hurt? You know, it's sort of a back and forth situation. But yeah, take time for yourself. Cry. Watch some Netflix. 
eat some amazing food, hang out with your best friends and eventually you'll just remember that you've got a really happy life and you'll get over it and you'll be fine. See, fantastic advice. That's like a general thing too. Everyone can follow that when they break up with their significant other. Yeah, I think so. Or, I mean, just go and sleep with 20 people. It, whatever works for you. <laughs> whatever works for you. <laughs> Either way, exactly. Whatever. You, you do you. Joined by the Australian soul sister and extremely talented performer Kylie Oldest. Now, Kylie, you've commenced your residency in Melbourne's Cherry Bar. What can we expect from the show? Oh, thank you. That's a lovely greeting. Hello, everybody <laughs> out there in Joyland. Yes, very excited to be back in the city for Cherry Bar residency of a Thursday nights. So, for a long time now, Thursday nights have been soul in the basement. So, that's um, what you can expect to see. There's soul music, there's Vince Peach and Pierre Baroni um, DJing. They've been like doing that for 100 years. <laughs> and it keeps the kids dancing until five in the morning, which is fantastic. I love to see young kids come and um, see, listen to soul music and think, wow, this is new. Anna, how do you think your previous uh, performing experience will uh, prepare you for this residency? I am used to sweating. Yes, bit <laughs> of sweating there. Yes, it's been very helpful in getting me fit because it is, it's a non-stop uh, a dance set that we do and uh, it is very hot in Cherry Bar because it's a legendary place and it hasn't really been done up except for the soundproofing, which is fantastic. Now, not only are you a well-seasoned performer, but you also actually have some vocals that are getting played quite a lot um, over radio stations, in bars and clubs. And when I heard your voice on this song, I was like, whoa, we know that song. Yeah. It's huge. So how does it feel to have um, This Girl remixed by Kung? Is it Kung's? Kung's, yes. Yeah. That's a French boy. Yes, it's actually quite bizarre. And it's a good thing because uh, realistically, you can tell it's me if you listen to it, but you can't, I'm not in the video. So if I get sick of it, I can. I don't have to own it. But it's lovely that friends of mine all over the world are still sending me messages going, oh, I'm in the Maldives, I'm dancing to you. Oh, I'm in Mexico, I'm dancing to you. So it's still, I haven't, heard that it's been played in space yet but it has oh, been played pretty much soon. everywhere else. Got Watch it. this space it'll be there in a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks I'm sure. <laughs> I know you're a very well seasoned performer of course. Um, what do you think's changed for you since the beginning to now as a performer? Well when I'm playing at Cherry Bar I feel that nothing has changed. <laughs> um, we still stick to the carpet and uh, well actually the sound system has gotten a lot better these days but um, I think I just do it because I love it. And so nothing has changed in that way. I, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. Kylie, you've released a lot of critically acclaimed albums and you've, you've done a lot in your career. What do you think's been the highlight so far? That's a really hard one. But I think it was pretty exciting when we got to go do the support for uh, Robbie Williams with the Bamboos. <gasps> wow. <Yeah. laughs> and when we met him backstage, he was standing out the back wearing a sequined muumuu and some <laughs> glasses. And we weren't allowed to take photos. It was so annoying. He's so extra. <laughs> oh my God, no photos. No, because he, the, the, the security's right on like no photos while Robbie's here and so what were you like he's in a muumuu like I have to take know, a photo but apparently <laughs> he lost a FIFA game so he lost the bet he had to wear it all day oh <laughs> so it wasn't a part of his attire no, was... I think he wears pretty much what he wants to wear at all times and he's just gorgeous like he was wearing his kilt backstage and I was like oh when you're up there on that thing that takes you around above the audience can't they see up your dress he goes what like this and <laughs> he just lifts his dress up for me oh my <laughs> goodness it was, sorry it was a kilt That's what is great. what is he like in real life he's just lovely really sweet like a real normal boy now, thank you, Carly, so much for joining us. Now, when are the shows? Where can we catch it? Okay, so every Thursday night in ACDC Lane, every Thursday in January. Mm -hmm. So if you might have missed some, but you've still got some to go um, every Thursday. The doors open at 7, you know, so just come on down. Maybe bring a sweatband, yep. bring some friends. Yeah, I'll be doing some pretty cool boogie uh, dance music with my new band. Maddie and Amy on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au.
Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.